0: Well, boys, um, I was supposed to be home in time to read you the story, but my flight has been delayed and so I'm not sure if I'm going to get there in time or not. So that's why I'm recording the story for tonight, right now. And the chapter tonight is called Tin Peddler. One evening after sunset, Almanzo saw a white horse pulling a large bright red cart up the road. And he yelled, The tin peddler is coming! The tin peddler is coming! Alice ran out of the hen house with her apron full of eggs. Mother and Eliza Jane came to the kitchen door. Royal popped out of the pump house. The young horses put their heads through the windows of their stalls and whinnied at the big white horse. Nick Brown, the tin peddler, was a jolly fat man who told stories and sang songs. In the springtime, he went driving along all the country roads, bringing news from far and near. His cart was like a little house, swinging on stout leather straps between four high wheels. It had a door on either side, and from its rear, a platform slanted upward like a bird's tail, held in place by straps that went to the cart's top. There was a fancy railing all around the top of the cart, and the cart and the platform and the wheels were all painted bright red, with beautiful scrolls painted bright yellow. High in front rode Nick Brown on a red seat above the rump of the sturdy white horse. Almanzo <clears throat> and Alice and Royal, and even Eliza Jane, were waiting when the cor- cart stopped by the kitchen porch. And mother was smiling in the doorway how do you do mr brown she called put up your horse and come right in Supper's almost ready and father called from the barn drive into the buggy house nick there's plenty of room almanzo unhitched the sleek big horse and led him to the water and then put him in the stall and gave him double feed of oats and plenty of hay mr brown carefully curried and combed and brushed him and rubbed him down with clean cloths. He was a good horseman. After that, he looked at all the stock and gave his opinion of it. He admired Star and Bright and praised father's colts. You ought to get good price for those coming four-year-olds, he said to father. Over by Santarank, New York buyers are looking for good driving horses. One of them paid $200 apiece last week for a team not a mite better than these. Almanzo could not speak while the grown-ups were talking, of course, but he could listen, and he didn't miss anything that Mr. Brown said, and he knew that a best time was coming after supper. Nick Brown could tell more funny stories and sing more songs than any other man, and he said so himself, and it was true. Yes, sir, he said, I'll turn back myself, not alone against any man, but against any crowd of men. I'll tell story for story and sing song for song as long as you'll bring men up against me, and when they're all done, I'll tell you the last story and sing the last song. Father knew this was true. He had heard Nick Brown do it in Mr. Case's store in Malone. So, after supper, they all settled down by the heater, and Mr. Brown began. It was after nine o'clock before anyone went to bed, and Almanzo's side ached with laughter. The next morning, after breakfast, Mr. Brown hitched up the white horse in the cart and drove it up to the kitchen porch, and he opened the red doors. Inside the cart was everything ever made of tin. On shelves along the walls were nests of bright tin pails and pans and ba- basins and cake pans and pie pans and bread pans and dish pans. Overhead dangled cups and dippers and skimmers and strainers and steamers and colanders and graters. There were tin horns and whistles and toy tin dishes and patty pans and there were all kinds of little animals made of tin and brightly painted. Mr. Brown had made all of these himself in the winter time and every piece was made of good thick tin well made and solderly solidly soldered mother b- brought the big the big rag bags from the attic and emptied on the porch floor all the rags she had saved during the last year mr brown ex- examined the goods and clean rags of wool and linen while mother looked at the shiny tinware and they began to trade for a long time they talked and argued shining tinware and pile of rags were all over the porch and for every pile of rags that nick brown added to the big pile mother asked for more tinware than he wanted to trade her they were both having a good time joking and laughing and trading at last mr brown said well ma'am I'll trade you the milk pans, and the pails, the colander, and and the skimmer, and all three baking pans, but not the dishpan. That's my final offer. Very well, Mister Brown. Mother said, unexpectedly, and she had got exactly what she wanted. Almazano knew she didn't need the dishpan. She had set it out only to bargain with. Mister Brown knew that too now. He looked surprised and he looked respectfully at Mother. Mother had a good Mother was a good, shrewd trader. She had bested mister Brown, but he was satisfied too, because he had got plenty of good rags for his tinware. He gathered up the rags and tied them into a bale and heaved the bale on onto the slanting platform behind his cart. The platform and the railing around the top of the cart were made to hold the rags that he took in trade. Then Mr. Brown rubbed his hands together and looked around smiling. Well, now, he said, I wonder what these young folks would like. He gave Eliza Jane six little diamond shaped patty pans to bake little cakes in, and he gave Alice six heart-shaped ones, and he gave Amanzo a tin horn painted red, and they all said, Thank you, Mr. Brown. Then Mr. Brown climbed to his high seat and took up the reins. The big white horse stepped out eagerly, well-fed, and brushed and rested. The red cart went past the house and lurched into the road, and Mr. Brown began to whistle. Mother had her tinware for the year, and Almanzo had a loud squawking horn, and Nick Brown rode whistling away between the green trees in the fields until he came to the next spring. Until he came again next spring, they would remember his news and laugh at his jokes, and behind the horses in the field, Almanzo would whistle the songs he had sung. All right. And that's the end. The next chapter is called The Strange Dog. Can't wait to see you guys. I love you. Good night.